Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 24. Thank you for tuning in. This episode will be the second installment of Q&A with Asiel. So we will be answering more questions from TikTok. If you would like your questions answered here, please email asieltheoracle at gmail.com and I will do my best to answer the best I can. With that said, please use your discernment in every episode in life. Don't believe me or anyone be the discerner of your own truth. You get to choose which data or information you attach to, which will then be integrated to add to the totality of what you are or who you are choosing to identify as now. After coming to terms with the idea that you may not be the body, the physical expression you thought yourself to be this whole time. So when we say don't believe me, we mean me, this vessel, the body, Robin. Right? Don't believe the vessel. Don't believe the story and the physicality. Believe the information that resonates within. There's a vibrational resonance that you will feel when you are in alignment with aspects of truth that sort of support your incarnation today. So what works for you may not work for another brother or sister, even though the data may be beautiful. Let's just say it's a beautiful piece of data and it seems positive and to, to work for the highest good of all for you. That brother or sister may not be working on the integration of the highest good of all, as we all have our unique individual contracts or agreements with the Creator. Remember, we are one source experiencing infinite states of being, so not all beings should be like you, and in fact, no being are like you. You are unique, a unique expression of the I Am Presence. Vibrationally speaking, we are one, yes, but in your individuality, which is what we are addressing here. Don't believe me, the individualized aspect of source. Tune in to the guidance within where you and I are one. This is Q&A with Asiel, Volume 2, Question 1. Bree Tree 666 asks, How to control your dreams? Let us refine the question so that there is no resistance. Control is a path of resistance. And whatever you resist, persist. So if you are forcing and trying to control the dream, chances are the dream is resisting and you are unable to do so. 
This is coming from the perspective of being a vibrational being. It don't matter what your goal or intention is, whether it be in the astral realm or physical, we must always match the energy or vibration of your goal or desire. So if a desire is to be a better manager of the dream realm, let us first discuss what we consider dream. From the five senses, you perceive your dream to be not true, a realm that you venture into while asleep, you might say, astrally. So if we can come to a deeper understanding that your dream is the realm of fourth and fifth dimension, which is a realm of existence, it is a reality, just as real as the reality you are perceiving right now, hearing these words. It is a parallel dimension, meaning when you're awake right now, you're also dreaming. And dream is sort of a distortion because it means asleep. So to become a better manager of your dreams, this must mean you must be awake in the dream to become lucid. Symbolically, you might say, All brothers and sisters represent Mother, Father, God in a lucid dream today to become aware of themselves within the realm of existence that they are in, and it happens to be Earth. So you, the brothers and sisters that are on the path of enlightenment, represent Source becoming aware of itself, lucid dreaming, you might say. And in your individual world, if you would like to be a better manager of your dreams, This means we must transcend what you think physicality or awake and sleep is. To understand that you are vibrational, being multidimensional, existing in multiple realms and realities simultaneously. So there are some practices you might give the body or the five senses to help facilitate this goal. And that would be to, throughout the day, ask yourself, is this a dream? Let it be habit to start asking yourself, am I dreaming? And really ponder it. Really let the five senses sit there and contemplate if you are dreaming or not. Is this a dream? Am I dreaming? Do this now. Is this a dream? Am I dreaming? Right? So you might feel um, sensorial indicators are evidence of connecting with this non-physical version of you when even asking is this a dream because the version of you that knows will rise to the surface and try to answer or give you the the answer you seek so this is one thing throughout the day ask is this a dream what would happen is by habit of the five senses within your dream you will start to ask is this a dream And the goal is that one night in dream you will say, is this a dream? And you will then say, yes, I'm dreaming and become aware of the dream. Another tool would be to set the clear intention before sleep. You might say something uh, to affirm, not beg or plead. Affirm it. Body, thank you for remembering my dream so easy. Body, thank you so much for going lucid so easy tonight 
I'm so happy I remember my dream so easy. I'm so happy I'm a better manager of the dream realm or astral realm. Right? A third and final tool that we will leave you with because the dream realm is your realm. So you are the best interpreter of your own dreams and the best guide to get you lucid or aware in the dream, to awake within the dream. And this one is to stare at your hand randomly throughout the day, to notice all the detail that you can. Move the fingers, notice the lines in your hand. And then we will apply the same question, am my dreaming, is this real? Is my hand real? Is my hand really here? Am I really looking at my hand? And I want you to contemplate this even though it seems so very obvious to the five senses. Of course I'm looking at my hand. Of course I'm seeing this hand right in front of my face, right? But if you ask the question, am I dreaming? Is this hand real? Is this my hand? Is this a dream? You will start to resonate, dance with, connect with the non-physical version of you who's trying to give you the answer. That no, you're not seeing your hand because that's not you. You are perceiving, you are translating energy allowing you to perceive the tool which you interact with and interpret the energies around you on earth, which is your body. So you might say, you in your body right now are a dream. And the same way when you're asleep dreaming, you think you're the figure in the dream. But when you awaken, you know you are the dreamer. It's the same instance right now. You think you're the figure in the dream. But you're the dreamer of the dream. Question number two comes from Carla Aquarius. Carla just says fairies, exclamation point. And the fairies are exciting, to say the least very childlike, you might say, in the sense of awe and exploration for creation and expansion. If we come from the perspective of the I am presence, that there is only one energy active here. The fairies represent a first and second dimensional aspect of self, which can be attributed to the elemental kingdom. This is why visually and symbolically in your media, they portray the fairies overseeing the flowers and sometimes praying over them and wishing for them to grow. The fairies represent the symbiotic relationship between the fungi and the atoms and molecules that would then use the repulsion or resistance in its favor to work together. So this is why the idea would suggest that you must be very quote-unquote grounded in order to work with the fairies and it is not for beginners although they seem very fun and childlike and oh so cute. They are very dense and polarized, dual just as nature is. And coming from a five-sense perspective, we sometimes as humans 
don't resonate with the idea of darkness working in our favor or as um, something to be integrated or even honored. And the fairies do this very much so. So there are different ranks and not hierarchy levels, how we perceive level on earth, but sort of role, like every fairy or every fae knows their role. They know how they attribute to the creation of all, right? And since the universe is neutral, you might say, so are the fairies. They dive into the darkness as well as the light. So this is where the idea comes that a brother or sister should be grounded and sort of have some experience working with the spirit realm when they come to um, trying to work with or connect with the fairies. Now, a way that you can consciously connect with this being or brother or sister is through nature. These are elemental beings always in nature. And then the next step is up to you. Let us say you go outside and you see with the two eyes a beautiful rose bush. And with your five senses, you can see it's very beautiful. Maybe you stop and smell it. The five senses is perceiving about 3% of totality what's really happening. You don't see the um, thought waves and light waves, sound waves that surround the rose bush that gives it the strength and foundation to build upon, to grow. You call it photosynthesis, maybe. So there is a process going on behind the scenes, the germination. You don't recognize the rose bush as a seed, right? But it, it comes from the seed. It descended, you might say, from the seed. And then ascended from the ground as this rose bush. So what we're saying is that there's a lot happening around that you're not perceiving with the two eyes because it only sees, it don't perceive vibrationally. And you do, you translate energy into what you can perceive with the five senses, but even so, there is wavelengths happening behind the scenes that you can't see, it's non-physical, but you can you can see in your imagination, in the mind's eye. So as you are looking at the rose bush and you intend to open yourself up to seeing the fairies or the fake kingdom, it's within the mind's eye first. We need to meet the energy where they are first and then you will be able to perceive it in the physical realm. It's a thought first, just like all things. Your thought is to connect with the fae kingdom. So I would say trust what you receive when you're out in nature, behind the feedback loop system of your memory. It's not in your racing thoughts or the momentum of yesterday or tomorrow. It's when the feet are in the grass and you're focused on the breath. When all awareness is on the moment. And then you sort of turn into the childlike energy that the Fey Kingdom are. They represent the children that are in play battle, but, but they believe it with every fiber of their being that the floor is lava, right? So this is to believe without all doubt. This is to have the childlike sense of awe that you are intending to connect with the fairies and then your job as a vibrational being is to match the energy of them. And you do that first in the realm of thought because vibration comes before the manifestation. 
So the goal is the manifestation to connect, which you can right now. You're trying to connect in the five sense realm, which you can, just not right now, because there's a process or step to be taken first. And it's to meet them halfway in the kingdom where they are. So yes, spend time in nature. Call upon your guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones. Call upon your fairy guides or fey guides. Ask them to give you the visuals and the mind space, what you call imagination, and trust that you are receiving, connecting with them because you have done your part to get in alignment and stop referring to the momentum of the feedback loop system, your memory. This is the difference between thinking and receiving. You receive the fairies. We don't think them. Question number three comes from Imaktu. They ask how to embrace your God self. Embrace is a intentful word because it means to allow that which is happening around you to happen. To embrace it. Not to resist, not to pull back. Embrace the love that is already there. Embrace the support that is already there. So God self might refer to yourself as the highest vibrational being that you are able to experience within self, since all beings are a individual expression of the one self that I am. So how can you embrace your God self? First by depriving the five senses. And we say this in a loving way, to know that the ego identity has done a great job thus far of forcing and making things happen. You can get results this way, yes. But as the consciousness of the collective is shifting, as vibrational beings, you are coming to understand that you can work smarter now and not harder, that there is an easier way, a path of least resistance, and that is not found within the physical realm, no. There is a flow of momentum leading you towards your well-being, and it is the same essence that has had all your needs be met thus far. And although Earth has sometimes been difficult for you, that is because it is a dual, polarized experience. And up until this point now, maybe you didn't realize or remember that you are the creator of your own reality here that you are not the five senses and you are not the body, that you are experiencing physicality from the descended perspective of source. So how do you embrace your God self? You be what you really are more. You stop being apprehensive to stand completely and anchored into your preferred reality. And you do this by honoring your passions, your creativity and talents. That's you as your God self, when you are your highest vibrational self. And your creativity is a bridge that leads you directly to your highest vibrational self, what you call higher self or God self. There's no difference. Your God self is your higher self. So everything we have discussed or um, helped clarify any content has been to be the God self more. So how do you do this? 
by being honest with yourself, honoring your heart's true desire. You are your gift to the world. You are the facilitator of heaven on earth when you are in alignment with your passions. These are the unwavering thoughts and daydreams that have been with you since the beginning of what you call time as a child. And maybe you really genuinely don't know yet. That's okay. It's okay. There is no better time to spend quiet time alone in meditation and contemplation to honor self-discovery as that is your spiritual awakening. You can ask right now, what is the will of God for me? Or what is my heart's desire? What do I desire? What is my passion above all? What would make me the most happy? What would make me feel the most good that does not cause harm to myself or others? And how can I benefit others? How can I help others with this thing that I love so much? This is how you embrace your God self, because the God self version of you wanted to experience physicality and what it means to be human. So if you're embracing the higher self or the I am presence version of you, this just means do what you love. The love and the light of the Creator cannot be found within your earth, no. But it can be found within you, and within you, you can allow that to filter through you. You can be the conduit, the open space and facilitator for this love and light of the Creator. But you won't find it in the earth. It's all temporary. Physicality is an experience. It is not eternal. But you are eternal. You are the God I am presence that wanted to experience individuality in earth. So you embrace that by feeling your divinity. To remember your divinity that you descended first and that version of you is in constant communication with you through your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And when you feel passion and creativity, you are in communication with Mother, Father, God. And when you are in anxiety and depression, you are still in communication with Mother, Father, God, but it's through the breath. And during those times, you're not so aware of the breath. So we say bring awareness to the breath, the sacred space that flows through the vessel that is the five senses, but you are not the body. If we had to define what you are from a physical standpoint, a more impeccable definition would be the breath. You are the breath. Question number four comes from Mountain Marmot Mayhem, and they ask about water as a transport for other dimensional beings. nature of reality is vibrational. Water is a vibration which can be contained and it also holds a memory. It can be programmed with sound frequency. What you call aliens or galactic beings, higher dimensional beings, often use what you call wormhole or portal energy to transport themselves from throughout the cosmos into earth through your water, yes. Your water can be manipulated in a way that it can work with you. And it always does. 
never works against you except with your own thoughts because you are made of mostly water. And we bring awareness to the water so you can understand it as an elemental consciousness first. That it is sort of a stargate or portal into other dimensions and simultaneous parallel realities, yes. Not all higher dimensional beings travel the same way to your earth no there are about 52 or 53 it looks like 53 star systems around your earth yes and all 53 star systems have life on it what you call alien or extraterrestrial yes you have many um, galactic family that you cannot perceive or interact with from the five sense version of you, but you can interact with in the fourth and fifth dimensional aspect, which is your inner world, your inner vision, the realm of thought and dream. Your visualization and imagination is also a portal, yes. So as this one beings from the cosmos want to travel to Earth, it looks like earth during this time of what you call the big bang yes during that time it shook the the earth and made many doorways portals openings it looks like cheese the earth looks like a tunnel system holes doorways everywhere and other beings in the cosmos can fold it looks like It looks like the fabric of time and space, they fold it, yes, it looks like fabric. If you look at your stars in the night sky and imagine all the stars looking very beautiful and you fold that space, it looks like a piece of paper folded and around it is still more stars in space but They fold them, it, the t fabric of time and space. It looks like, let's say, Venus. There's the planet Venus. This beings from there have a technology that looks like folds negative matter. Negative matter? Negative mass? Negative matter or mass? Uses a lot of energy. Uses the energy from the vacuum, from the great central sun, yes, to fold the time and space around. It looks like with sound frequencies, maybe light. So this being the way we're describing this transportation from a star system to earth with folding the time and space this would be what you call an extraterrestrial but there are also interdimensional beings that you are you are also an interdimensional being as a vibrational being a multi-dimensional being you get to feel emotion and um, thought sometimes feelings some higher dimensional beings don't know this sensation to feel they are all logic so part of your multidimensional nature is the ability to feel emotion. 
it is a gift, very sacred. Imagine not being able to feel, to have any sensorial perception of feeling how you feel. Imagine this if you can, yes. This might help you understand what a gift it is to be with your feelings, although some of them might cause what you call negative emotion. Imagine not feeling negative or positive emotion, to just be a being of logic going off what you think to from here to there. So, you're very special. You are a paradox. You are a dense being that can access non-physicality. So, the beings that travel through the water, it's all different depending on the source system, where they come from using different technology. But essentially, it's all the same to bend the fabric of time and space using negative mass or negative matter. It's like the stuff behind the scenes that your scientists don't consider because they can't perceive it with the five senses. It's behind the vibrational output of what they call the vacuum. There's a pulse behind the vacuum. And you can tune yourself quantumly into this space by sound and light waves. Yes, frequency. And Earth is a free will zone, meaning the densest beings can go here and the highest vibrational beings can go here. So just depending on the being and their intentions of what they would want to come to earth, they would be allowed to enter the space or not. You are divinely and spiritually protected. All beings that you perceive as alien or extraterrestrial, most of them coming from your water, yes. And there is a Agartha idea that comes up with that there is tunnels and cave systems with beings that are like aqua humanoid it looks like like if the dolphin had legs and arms a dolphin face but with a body like a humanoid For, this is like atlantean time it looks like that there were underwater times during this time of Atlantis which is why it's referred to as a sunken city but it looks like from where I'm perceiving or getting this vision that it was always underground underwater there was some of it above and always a lot of it was always underwater connecting with these higher dimensional beings that traveled through the water now some beings don't need the water to travel they can materialize in front of you this would be the interdimensional beings inter is what it means it's you aspects of you connecting with self and all is but depending on the vibrational gap meaning the closer you come to know yourself as the i am presence and you as all beings the more these beings will be integrated into the self and you will come into contact with more beings but the more you see yourself as separate in a physical body you will keep seeing aliens ufos what you call um, extraterrestrials but they'll seem to be outside of you exterior right but if you come to know unity consciousness more galactic beings will make contact with you yes because they are you coming to you you are calling all aspects home all fragments home so let us clarify the question water is a memory and it can be manipulated with sound and light vibration 
you can set a tone or frequency to the water and it will always remember this. It can recall upon itself. So you being made of mostly water is the symbolism that eventually you would bear witness to yourself as the I am presence. And everything you are going through now, just like the ocean, it is ebb and flow. Sometimes the waves are crashy, sometimes it's calm. But just as the tide assures you with the cosmic inhale and exhale, that which has seemed to be lost will always come back to the surface. You, the version that sits perfect and untouched with Mother, Father, God, will always rise back to the surface, will always come up again, just as the tide will always come back to the shore. So the beings traveling through the water are you bringing awareness to your multidimensional nature. That you can return to grace, the divine memory of where you come from. And we perceive aliens and beings out there because we haven't come to terms with the absolute truth that there is only one presence active here. It's too much. It's too much for the five senses to comprehend, so it fragmented, it blew up into many, many pieces, but we are all the parts. So the beings traveling through water is a symbol, as everything in your exterior world is a reflection of within. You are coming to know yourself as a vibrational being. And the way that the five senses can interpret that with the humanoid perspective is to know that you are made of mostly water. And water can be manipulated with sound and light frequency. In regards to travel, yes, there are what you call wormholes. And beings have learned or facilitated them as what might be referred to as a highway or a transport system. The Big Bang caused many little doorways you might say and as the expansion of earth has continued the doorways have opened yes so the portals are opening doorways are being opened and this is the symbolism that you are coming to terms with unity consciousness that you are knowing yourself to be the only presence here so there appears to be aliens and extraterrestrials exiting and coming from your water and this is true but it's you Reflecting back to self, bringing awareness to your multidimensional nature. As we come to the end of the episode, let us bring awareness to our breath and the heart space. I ask that Mother, Father, God bless all who hear these words now, and may you have clarity and memory of your divinity. I talk a lot here on this podcast, and there's nothing I could say that would give you the experience of knowing your own truth. The words are useless. From the highest perspective, you might say it's a waste of energy because it is only telling, it's not showing. So, I try to find as many words and perspectives as I can to help facilitate the experience. 
for you to feel what you need to feel. Because as Abraham would tell us, words don't teach. You're doing such a great job here. And really, there is no work to be done and no action to take. The five senses will always tell us that there is something to do. Another point of destination to reach. If we can step back more and allow nature to run its course, we will feel the evidence of that which we try so hard to explain on this podcast, that you are source. You are God. Collectively, we are God. And you create your own reality. Nothing is happening to you. It's in response of you. So if you take anything from these episodes, we hope it is the knowing that you can interpret your connection to source through your feelings. That's the evidence. That's the tangible proof when you are coming from a multidimensional perspective. Your feelings, thoughts, and emotions are the indicator of the dimension you are in or the column that you are aligned with. So we do the work, we walk our talk by choosing love, by forgiving those that have caused us harm, forgiving ourselves for what we think we did or didn't do, being more like the reality we prefer, to show, to be an example of the way, not to tell. So this is what we mean when I say I speak too much. It's a waste of energy, right? But there's an intention with the words that it helps you calibrate yourself into the knowing to have a beautiful connection and interaction with your emotional guidance system, which is the way your non-physical self, your God self can communicate and interact with you while you are thinking you're a body. So thank you so much for tuning in as I talk so much. (laughs) I appreciate you sitting through the podcast and it inspires me to keep walking my talk to do my work in my own personal life so that I can maintain my alignment and continue to be a brother and a way shower, an ambassador of light, of love. And I am grateful that you recognize my efforts. And I remind you, I am another you. Whatever you see in me or recognize in me is a reflection of what's inside of you. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and loved ones. Call upon your God self, the I am presence. And watch what happens. Thank you.